please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program is recommended for ages 18 and over due to adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Behind the Scenes, a look at some of the sometimes steamy inside of Hollywood with your host, Hollywood executive and former Victoria's Secret model, Summer Helene. Our program features the gossip, the dish, and the stories of what's really going on behind your favorite movies, television shows, and celebrities from the people who are involved in the industry. Now, here is your host, Summer Helene. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host, Summer Helene, and we have got a whole bunch to talk about. Um, I know we've had some Hollywood deaths. I know we've had a whole bunch of stuff going on, but there, there has been some pretty wicked stuff going on in Hollywood. Uh, we'll get into that first. I'd like to say we're going to have Wendy Newman on, author of 121 First Dates. It's being made into a feature film uh, and currently in talks with Drew Barrymore. And I'd like to welcome to the show... My dear friend, my favorite co-host, except I'm not allowed to tell my other co-host that I got in trouble for that once. No, no, uh, it's fine. Michael it's fine. I Hello. <laughs> I don't think it's cool. You can you can tell him. You can tell him. Hello. Um, happy dates. Happy happy subjects today, right? Yeah. I know it's fucking fantastic. Um, mm. So next week we'll go into something a little more fun, which is um, I'm a big believer in if you're in the porn industry, you should mm-hmm. get a SAG card. You should get the same protections. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be talking about this, and we're going to be bringing on some porn stars. Yay! I think is yay. I, I like porn stars, especially Ron. He plays harmonica. Ron Jeremy literally plays harmonica. Last time I was with him, he got drunk and played harmonica, and then we mm-hmm. lost Andy Dick in the rafters. So. Um, well, that's to be expected. It was what two o'clock. So yeah. Yeah. It's, that's that's <laughs> about when he goes into the. That's when he starts uh, structurally exploring places he's in. So you know, it's just a thing with him. It's I you know I I've never been uh, really known Andy Dick. That was my first time meeting him, and and it, you know everyone's warning me. I'm like he seems perfectly normal. At closing time, the event's closing down. Guess what happened? Mm. Yeah, he never wants to leave. That's the thing. Thing from what I understand, I mean, I I had the closest I ever got to hit him was about when I saw three guys throwing him out of a bar in uh, Echo Park, and he was rather angry about that. So I was like, "Oh, hey, you're Andy Dick." That probably would have been the bad thing for me to do at that point. Yeah, he's kind of he's kind of a douche. Like I've mm. met him, like I've, I've had friends who met him, thought he was really awesome. The one mm-hmm. you know that I get near him, he offered me a blow, and he um, got lost. So that's. I, I, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, so we're going to be doing SAG for porn, which I've contacted Ron Jeremy, Jenna Jameson, um, James Seen, uh, uh, Jesse Jane, and a couple, uh, couple of other people who are kind of biggies in the porn industry, and I contacted Vivid. So I'm going to pick a fight with the porn industry over this. Because oh, I think goody. You, hey, I like picking fights. I always win. Um no, <laughs> Paul's like, okay, my name is John. I've never met this woman before in my life. Wally, um, yeah, yeah. I'll go by Wally or something like that. Yeah. Wally, okay, he'll go by Wally. He's Wally. Great. Um, so that was one. And then two, aside from all the drama, there was something pretty horrible. There's a really, really awful new trend. Um, you have young girls and young boys that hop on these dating sites um, and on Airbnb and places like that looking, I have like, I, you guys have to excuse me, I have bronchitis, so I'm losing my voice, um, that hop on these sites looking for a place to stay. And they end up um, being raped, uh, being <laughs> murdered, and all kinds of things. So I think, I think after the shooting in um, Las Vegas, we've mm-hmm. kind of had enough murder in this country, like between the hurricanes and it's, it's just been a shit show mm-hmm. in the last few months. have just been a shit show. Um, so guys, please don't forget donate blood, donate to Puerto Rico. Um, 
I know some people forget that they're part of this country, but they are. Mm-hmm. So I know these, I know the pe- people who are donating blood in. Uh, I think uh, Las Vegas has said they they have enough. Uh, apparently they've been overwhelmed with uh, people wanting to donate blood, but call them and make Vegas. an appointment just to make sure that I'm not that that hasn't changed. Well, they, so if they you're in the Vegas area, call this, call your bank. Yeah, call if you're in Vegas. They were overwhelmed with the system now, <laughs> but there's mm-hmm. still blood needed for the hurricane areas, so they didn't need to call blood in because people were willing to give. Mm-hmm. Um, that and that that was awesome, but. Uh, for those that got on um, Twitter and w- wanted to know my stance and Paul's stance on firearms and everything else, we may go into a little bit of politics, but we're not getting into this. I'm not doing that on this show. Your thoughts, mm-hmm. Paul? Well, everybody knows that I'm, the, I'm a uh, pro-Second Amendment guy, but, you know, so that's a subject for I, another I'm, day. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm actually all for it, um, but I think there needs to be, to be limits. Um I just, yeah, uh, I stand I with the NRA uh, who is talking about the outlawing of bump stocks. I'm completely fine with that, and so is the NRA. Yeah. Didn't I really know, know they were I a am. thing until this <clears throat> thing happened. I, I did. Um, I actually did, but, you know, I'm, I'm Australian. I we had didn't a, know what they were, but, you know. Uh, you know. I'm Australian. We had a shooting in, in, uh, in uh, Port Arthur in Australia, mm-hmm. and the yeah, government was like, you guys are responsible. That wasn't with a bump stock, though, right? No. No, and he said, you guys aren't responsible. The government said, you guys, something bad happened. You guys are irresponsible and can't have guns in my country. went, okay, you're right. And so that was John Howard. He did. He really got rid of the guns. So we've had, I think, two gun deaths since then. But um, it is a smaller country, and it's not part of our constitution. So those that wrote in, this is where I stand. This is where Paul stands. I'm not making it a debate on the show, so please don't write in questions. You also have to understand Paul works in the entertainment industry, so his stuff is also used in film. There's additional reasons, so mm-hmm. I don't want to hear your shit on it. Because I did have some people write yeah. shit on it. So yeah, it, being an NRA member is, is kind of tough these days, especially yeah. with the implications that aren't necessarily fair. So, Well, that, and that's it. And you are one of the most, when I say liberal, I mean like you would have jumped on Bernie liberal. Um, mm-hmm. You're one of the most you know, liberal kind of people I know. And I'm not talking millennial hippie crap. I mean, just a kind person that wants everyone to live their life the way they want. So, like, yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. So, okay. But yeah, so I wanted, back I wanted to, to put that out. About. Yeah, I, I wanted to put that out because I know we are going to get a lot of write-ins and we have on Twitter because we put up stuff about guns and things in the past. So I just wanted to address that head on. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexis and I are going to be jumping on some of these dating sites because we've got people posing as producers, as actors, as directors. And by the way, guys, if you want to know if somebody is who they say they are, you can actually call the union. You can call the Producers Guild and find out about me. You can call, um, I know Paul's in SAG. I can call from the Producers Guild and find out about Paul. Mm-hmm. It's SAG after now, but I'm, I'm still calling it SAG because I'm <laughs> determined. Um, it's, it's way, I'm lazy. Uh, so people have been, a young girl was, went on seeking arrangement, um, which I guess is for sugar daddies. And this sugar daddy invited her out here and uh, she was assaulted and they found her body a few days ago. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really, really bad. She was an aspiring actress. Another girl went on Tinder. Guy offered her a room out here. Same story. So we are going to do behind the scenes version of what did you call it, Paul Elias? Something about predators? Uh, to, yeah, to catch a predator. Yeah, to least, catch a predator. Yeah, if everybody remembers that show. So we're going to do our version of it, but I'm going to jump on these dating sites. And Alexis, Alexis and I are going to pretend to be aspiring young actors and actresses. We're going to be going on um, OkCupid, okay Seeking Arrangement, Anti Chat, Tinder, Kinked. Wild, lesbian dating, her, growler, which is apparently for gay bears, which has really mm. got the cutest icon I've seen in my life. Yeah, Plenty I have a of bit fish. of a following in that community. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Plenty of fish, GHU and Surge. So we're going on both straight and gay sites. But there's something interesting when we started going through the stats on this. 
um, I called a friend of mine in the LAPD and got nosy and started asking. And apparently there hasn't been any of this activity from the gay site, just the straight sites. So um, the, all I can say from this is gay people must be better people. No, I'm kidding. Um, they're just not seeing the same problems on those sites, which I find very, very interesting. So Alexis and I are going to go test it out and see who takes us up. Mm. Uh, as a, you know, I love that I'm giving warning. I'm like, we're going to be on these sites. So if you're a listener to this show and you fall for it, you're a total dumbass. Like, really, you have warning. Because I'm even going to send Paul a couple of sites. He's up. Which, which I'm probably on already. So, you know, that's yeah. the only thing. Well, I'm going to have you posing as a, uh, as a uh, 17-year-old aspiring actress. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can play that role. <laughs> I think you'll do wonderful. You're an actor. You you know how to do it. You can pull it off. Yeah, I um, think, like I said before, we were talking during the break. I think I know where this is going to go. Uh, I made the 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 mistake of back in like back when chat rooms were just kind of starting out in like 1998. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I decided to try. And I went into one of the chat rooms and said, hi, I'm a six-year-old boy. I'm away from my, my parents don't know I'm online right now. And I'm here to find new friends. Holy crap. I got the, the, it crashed the computer. Mold. Like, yep. It's mm-hmm. awful, isn't it? Yeah. And then that days it wasn't that easy to send a wiener pic. So, you know, there you have it. Are you seriously? I get a dick pic a day. Well, this was and 96. You didn't, get a lot of, you didn't get a lot of wiener pics back in 96 or 95, I think it was. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, and, and I'm not even on these dating sites and I get like a, a dick pic a day. So, <laughs> I, we'll see where this goes. When we come back, we are going to be on with Dr. Russ talking about all things skinny and healthy. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bowen talking about... Um, Horrible Fun things happening to yeah. young girls being, yeah, talking about douchebaggery that happens on the internet to young innocent actors and actresses coming out here from Iowa. For God's sake, people, you can shoot from anywhere now. Go to Louisiana. Stay away from L.A. It's a cesspool. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Life is complicated, and sometimes we all need a little help, but don't have the time for a full hour-long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash VA health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get better help today at betterhelp.com forward slash VA health. Can you truly be a change agent in your community? We think you can. Tune in every week for Envision with host Thomas Rosenberg. The show is all about building an inclusive and just future by connecting people with ideas. Connect with what's happening in your community, your country, and around the world as Thomas speaks with amazing guests who are fostering change and making their communities better. Envision is heard live every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. You count. Tune into Inner Revolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Helen Hillocks, Todd Benton, and Chris Reeves. Inner Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 
are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back Behind the Scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I'm your host and losing my voice, Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bowen, who you like better than you like me. Uh, later on, we'll be discussing the Harvey Weinstein thing, because that's what Paul and I were talking about uh, during mm. the break. But right now, we are going to introduce your favorite doctor and mine, Dr. Russ, who we have a bunch of questions for. Welcome to the show, Hi, Dr. Russ. Sorry you're so uh, sneezy. You need to see a doctor, I think. I think I need to come in and see you. <laughs> I lost my voice. Um, so we have well, that's for a radio uh, broadcaster. We'll, we'll get you some uh, steroid spray for your vocal cords. I think that would anyway. be a fantastic idea. I think that would be a really, really good idea. Because right now I sound... Um, my mom has uh, was diagnosed with breast cancer, and I've been calling to make her appointments. And since so it's, it's at cancer centers, everyone keeps confusing me for an 80-year-old woman with emphysema. So that might be a good idea. Well, try gargling, too. That, that could give you some relief. Gargle with salt water. Those are some home remedies. I mean, if it gets uh, any worse, come in and see me, and uh, we'll, we'll have a look at you and prescribe the appropriate medication. Uh, but otherwise, life is beautiful all the time. I agree, especially when it's sunny. Um, we have some questions for you, and this was a big one. I guess there's a new diet out saying don't eat fruit. So I got like 300 what? of these questions, um, and I narrowed it down to this one. And these are all from some new diet that's out. So I, I don't know what it is, and I don't care. They should be listening to the Palm Springs diet. So this yes, is from Jacqueline in Lake Chelsea, Washington. If fruit has sugar, how much... Should I eat of it? Well, there's no limit to the amount of fruit you uh, can eat and still not risk weight gain. Uh, fruit tastes sweet, but it has a low glycemic load. Uh, that is, for a large volume of food, you don't get a lot of sugar. Uh, on the other hand, fruit juice uh, often concentrates the sweetness, so be judicious uh, uh, in other words, juice uh, can be considered a processed food, but uh, uh, you can eat as much fruit as, as you'd like. So that's the yeah. answer. Good. Limit, unlimited. Unlimited fruit. <laughs> I like that. I'm going to start shopping fruit in my mouth. So the next question we had was about Gatorade, which is odd to me because I've never, I've never actually drank Gatorade. Mm-hmm. I have chemical lupus, so anything chemically makes me itchy. But the question is, is Gatorade good for you from Austin in Alpine, Utah? Well, Gatorade uh, contains water. It has sucrose, which is table sugar, uh, dextrose, okay. which is also sugar. It has citric acid, natural flavor, sodium chloride, uh, something called monopotassium phosphate, which is also a salt, and flavoring. And I don't wish to paint with too broad of a brush, but strictly from the weight loss standpoint, uh, you should avoid it. There's uh, a lot of sugar in there, yeah. Sometimes sports drinks are useful to replenish fluid and electrolyte imbalances caused by physical exertion. So they, they have their place, but uh, we're focused on, on uh, weight here. And, and so, and of course, the, uh, you can get Gatorade with artificial sweeteners, and uh, my, my feeling with artificial sweeteners is you end up eating more sweets. So uh, I don't think that's a good move either. Um, well... I'm, I'm a big believer. I have, because um, I have chemicals, but any chemicals get near me, I get sick as a dog. I'm a big believer, and if it gives me a rash, it's probably not healthy. And Gatorade, I, I've, I've had it, gives me a rash. <laughs> um, maybe that wasn't Gatorade. It was one of those sports drinks. I thought you only needed the sports drinks if you were 
like a hardcore athlete. That's right. Right, but there's a whole case of them at every freaking gas station in this country. So it's nobody's out there doing la- not many more of those are people out there aren't doing laps. Okay, let me try this. <laughs> to everyone in the NFL, if you are in the NFL, cool, you can drink Gatorade. Everyone else, drink freaking water. You're not running marathons. Mm. Um, and then That's- the last question: What kind of bread is good for you? I want to lose weight, but I don't want to give up bread. From Doris, I haven't heard that name in years, Doris in Springfield. Sorry, I'm also on Twitter. I'm getting memes as we go, and they've got a thing of, um, looks like a big tubby fellow, oh, it's Thomas Simpson waving his belly from Springfield drinking Gatorade. Well, I heard the question. I don't know if everyone heard it, but... uh, the best bread for you, Doris, is iceberg lettuce. Lettuce wrap sandwiches are delicious. D- don't be misled by products like Ezekiel bread, uh, whole grain bread, etc. They're they're just as fattening as white bread or, or wheat bread. Uh, however, you you might. Uh, you might visit the website uh, paleogrubs.com. Um, Paleo Grubs feature recipes uh, to make breads that conform to the uh, paleo-type uh, diet. Uh, uh, they use a lot of almond and, and coconut flour, uh, but there are uh, facsimiles of English muffins, sandwich breads, garlic bread, sweet potato bread, bagels, raisin bread, cornbread. They can be eaten uh, without fear of weight gain. Uh, I was just looking at one of the recipes on that website, and the ingredients were uh, almond flour, coconut flour, baking powder, teaspoon salt, uh, three egg whites, coconut oil, uh, teaspoon of vanilla, all, all things that are, you know, are commonly found in the kitchen. And uh, that is a, uh, a, re- a great recipe for banana bread. But uh, all sorts of similar uh, recipes can be found. So uh, um, I think that Doris should uh, visit that website if she's looking for... Uh, uh, she wants to give up bread, but uh, doesn't want to give up bread, but wants to lose weight at the same time. I want the magic recipe where I get to eat chocolate cake and lose weight at the same time. I don't <laughs> well, think that's going to happen. you'd have to buy the book. <laughs> you'd have yeah, to buy the book. You have uh, to buy the book, that's true. They have a lot of good good recipes on, on this uh, website as I was... Uh, uh, surfing okay. through it, and uh, so I, I'd recommend that she look there. Well, Car- I think it's... Pardon? They have a, a recipe for low-carb pumpkin bagels. Uh, i, I got to say, I know a better book than that. See, if she got the Palm Springs diet, that wouldn't be a concern. Uh, true Just enough. Saying. There's great things to eat in there. It really, really helps. If you guys want a copy of the Palm Springs Diet, you can go to authorhouse.com, you can go to kennethrossnd.com, you can go to amazon.com, you can go to walmart.com. My God, the book is everywhere now, Dr. Ross. Oh, well, I think there's um, a lot of uh, truth in that book. And uh, I encourage your listeners to read that book. And uh, so thank you again, Summer, for the opportunity. Oh. Uh, I hope your voice is no. We'll see you uh, anytime next week if you want to just walk in. And uh, If my voice doesn't come back, I definitely will. Um, no. And I'm going to say, do- courtesy of Dr. Russ, we're going to send a book out. Dr. Russ, which was your favorite question? I like Doris's from uh, Springfield, Illinois. I just uh, like that she's Doris from Springfield, Illinois. I haven't heard... Um, the name Doris in years, and I love Springfield, Illinois, so I like that choice. I like that choice just because it's Lincoln-y and old-fashioned. I like the name Doris. That's where Abraham Lincoln was born, if I'm not mistaken. It is. Land of Lincoln. 
Landed Lincoln, so she's got to be a pretty cool person. Um, so, Doris, courtesy of Dr. Russ, we'll be sending you your Palm Springs diet. And for everyone else, jump on, get a copy of the Palm Springs diet. Check it out. It's by Dr. Kenneth Russ. You can go to KennethRussMD.com, like I said. But if you want a copy, you can, seriously, it's everywhere now. I just, I found it in the bookstore. Um, you, it's, it's amazing. You've really kind of caught, you've really caught on fire. And Dr. Russ is coming out with some new products to help you with cravings and everything else. I know, I had some and it got stolen. It was fantastic. And it has a really alkali taste, so it's really good. Dr. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, thank you, Summer, for all your support. And I'll be looking forward to next week. Thank you. Paul, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next week, Dr. Russ. And guys, when we come back, we are going to be on with Wendy Newman talking about 121 first dates. Um, uh, the, our, our little uh, groupie friend, Harvey Weinstein, who I, I, I get that he groped everyone, but technically he didn't sexually harass anyone and everyone was overage. So I'm going to get myself in trouble with my mouth on how I think about this. When we come back, I'm going to get Rotten Tomatoes thrown at Paul and I. I'm Summer Helene. We are on with Paul Michael Bolin and Dr. Kenneth Russ. Check out the Palm Springs Diet. We will be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Tune in every week for Sex Out Loud. Host Tristan Taramino will discuss everything from sexual pleasure to sexual politics. Get an insider's perspective from leaders in the adult film industry, the LGBT community, and the sex-positive world. From kink to non-monogamy, nothing is off-limits. Plus, you can call in to join the conversation. Sex Out Loud airs every Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. We live in perilous times on a beautiful yet fragile planet. As a species, we are not doomed to self-destruct. We can live in peace and in love for one another. We can save this, our only home. We must mature. Open your mind. Soften your heart. Listen for the fate of humanity. Crucial conversations for our survival. With host Lauren N. Nile. Tune in. The Fate of Humanity airs Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Pacific Time and 9 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to Behind the Scenes with host Summer Helene. To connect with the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to bts at summerhelene.com. Now let's go back behind the scenes. G'day, g'day, guys. Welcome back to Behind the Scenes. I am your host, just losing her voice, Summer Helene. On with my good friend and co-host, Paul Michael Bowen. And we were debating rapey stuff in Hollywood and groupy stuff in Hollywood and where the funky line is. Um, I'm going to welcome our guest in just a minute. 
But I'm going to put some parameters on this topic. What do you think, Paul? Should, should I put some parameters on here? <laughs> yeah, might as well. <laughs> okay, we're going to be talking about Weinstein. We're going to be talking about O'Reilly. We're going to be talking about this grossy stuff going on in Hollywood, the rapey stuff in Hollywood. Here is my one rule. I know for people, Trump is a gray area. People make comments about the Billy Bush thing. I know people have personal stories. Even I do. Um, I've got, and friends of mine do. It is off limits, no matter how, how we feel about the person, we respect the office. That's where I am here. So if you want to write in and we will answer questions, that is awesome. We will have Wendy Newman on answering questions, but we are not going to be answering questions about Trump. That's my line here because of the topics we're going to get onto. You with me, Paul? Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's the rule. Hmm? Yeah, I'm here. We have a guest? Yeah, we do. We have Wendy Newman, author of 121 First Date. Hey, Summer. Hi, Paul. Hello. Hi, welcome back. I'm losing my voice. Thank you. Welcome back. <laughs> um, oh, I hear so your poor ask... voice. I'm so sorry. I know. Everyone thinks I'm like, I, I sound like a little prepubescent boy or an 80-year-old woman with emphysema, depending on what my voice decides to do at that moment. It's really oh, embarrassing. No. And I've like Alexis has been getting on my work calls. I'm supposed to be getting on with China. I'm getting on with Asia, uh, different parts of Asia and the Middle East. And I'm supposed to sound all tough. So she's just been canceling my calls for the week, just because she didn't want any, anyone asking who the little boy was that was on the phone. <laughs> um, so we've had some interesting stuff in the press, and I want to get your opinion on it. We're going to talk about your novel, and we're going to talk about. Uh, the progress, because I know I'm currently your EP and I'm actually going to steal Paul for your project. I haven't told him yet, so don't tell him until I do, okay? Fair enough. Yep. Okay, so don't tell Paul until I tell him. Um, okay. But we're going to be talking about your project, 121 first days. Um, but first, everyone's written in about the Weinstein thing. Paul and I were talking about it during the break. Um, I have my opinion. I've worked with Weinstein. I'd love your opinion because you are an expert about men. If anyone has read the book, 121 First Dates, if you haven't read it, get a copy. It is freaking amazing. And I think I have one copy left of um, Wendy's book that I saved for this show, which was before we went to sales specifically. Every other copy has been given to damn near every executive in Hollywood. And it's become one of the uh, favorite novels. I had someone send a copy back to me and say, hey, have you seen this? Who's EPing this? Like me, you idiot. I sent it out. Um, <laughs> so it's, it's great. Um, since you are an expert, I'm going to ask your opinion. Paul and I have been going back and forth. I'm going to say something that is going to be incredibly fucking unpopular right now. I've worked with Harvey Weinstein. 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 I called him Weinstein. He calls him Weinstein. Everyone else calls it Weinstein. Whatever. Tomato, um, tomato. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm Jewish. Well, my mom is technically, I'm Catholic, but my mom's Jewish, so I to play, play, play that card and go, I, I'm saying it right. Um, but I'm sorry, this, this actress comes out, she's at the end of her fucking career. She's had a nothing career, and she's accusing Harvey. Um, I've worked with him. I would put him in the Bill O'Reilly category. Uh, I didn't think Bill O'Reilly should have gotten fired. I know a lot of women that have worked with him, and yes, he can be a little sassy and, and touchy, but if you tell him to stop, he stops and backs the fuck off. And Harvey was the same way. So I'm sorry. I think this girl is full of shit. I think she's playing on publicity, and I think she's at the end of her career. And I think she's gone after a very, very famous man. And I'm not a Bill O'Reilly fan, but I would not put them like Nicolas Cage... Um, Bill Cosby, I mean, you have some rapey-ass Hollywood guys. You have some guys that are real dicks. Then on the flip side, I'm not saying these are nice guys, but a guy making a pass at you is inappropriate at work. Do you know how old these guys are and how long they've been working there? Like, have they paid yeah. any attention when the laws changed? Your thoughts, Paul? Mm. Uh, yeah, oh boy. Yeah, there's a, okay. there's, unfortunately, there's a <laughs> bunch of actresses that have come out against Harvey right now, now I know, including Ashley he, Judd. I know, and I'm not saying he's not, I didn't say he didn't make a path, but he's not getting these rape allegations, 
And it's not even to the point that it wasn't Bill O'Reilly. Everyone's saying he was sleazy and offered to screw him. That's been going on in Hollywood forever. And still going on, and everyone's blasting Harvey Weinstein, but every director and every producer I know has done that at some point. Except you, Paul. <laughs> um, I don't think you've done that to anyone and anything you've produced or directed or anything, but in general, I'm just saying it, it's an old Hollywood culture, and these guys came in at the end of that culture. And it may be dying out now, but I think people are looking for a lead story. All right, Wendy, your thoughts? <laughs> oh, you can so tell me many. I'm an asshole. <laughs> Just how, how, how far can I pull this filter off my mouth is the question. Pull it up, take it, go for it. I've already put my foot down my mouth. I'm going to get blasted on Twitter. I just turned Twitter off. <laughs> all right. So, Not question. I can swear, yes, on this radio show? Yeah, go. Swear right, all given the, the nature of, Given the nature of the topic, I'm, I'm just asking. Yeah. So, I don't know about this story other than the brief headlines, and I don't dive into the details. So, my opinion is really coming from a place of ignorance because I don't understand her situation when it happened, why it didn't get reported, like all the critical details. So I'm just so going to do my... <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to do a wide brush, right, of my opinion about this. Yeah, there are creepy, creepy men, and also women, but creepy, creepy men with power out there who can take advantage of people, and some of them do, right? Now... Here's the thing. I, I have, and I'll just say it, between you, you and me, just you and me, Summer, two girlfriends yeah, nobody else each is, other. Yeah, nobody else is <laughs> listening, yeah. so it's fine. <laughs> no one else is listening, right, Paul? So, yeah. mm-hmm. so Paul's going to hold this space of safety here. I have, in my past, had to fuck my way out of a room. I don't know about you, but I've had to do it. And I don't think I've, I knew in the moment that I was dealing with power. And the thing about... So I'm speaking as someone who has experienced this sort of thing. And what I want to say about it is power is intoxicating. I am not saying a woman is at fault if she's ever assaulted in any way. I am not saying Wait, a on. woman is We're at fault. We're not talking about assault. Right. At all. But what You're I want to say... talking about assault. Yeah. But what I want to say is when there's power and influence, our instincts will sell us out every time. Keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut for a decade. It'll ruin your career. And there's got to be some ownership to that. If something bad happened and she went straight to the police or she went straight to the authorities, that's one thing. But women who sit on it, there's a choice made in that. Now, I'm not saying what the men's behavior is, is, is acceptable or good or anything like that. But we have to be accountable for our part, for not I saying agree. this shall not be. I right agree now, and I disagree. In 10 years here. from now when my career is over. I, I agree and I disagree here. In that yeah. I understand being afraid. Um, I was, um, thank God, not raped, but I was assaulted um, by a fan. Um, I didn't want to make a big deal out of it ages ago. Yeah. Um, I get it. I get the not wanting to uh, say anything, and I get the being afraid. But there is a difference between being when you need to call the police and when you need to call HR. And in the case yep. of Bill O'Reilly, these will you need to call HR. And these women would play back and outplay and everything else with him. And I'm now I'm talking about Bill O'Reilly, by the way, just to be clear. Um, and this was an HR matter, not a police matter. And I don't think he should have been fired over it, personally. It, it was an HR matter. Um, Murdoch's a complete shit. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything there, but in Harvey Weinstein's case, it's, it's the same thing. No one is saying he raped anybody. No one's even saying he pressured anyone into sex. Mm. They're saying he made passes at them 
and made them feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and I've had a lot of guys make passes at me and make me feel uncomfortable. Yep, I had a guy. Issue. Yeah, <laughs> I had I had a guy walk up to me, all of five foot tall, maybe four hundred pounds. Looked balding, smelled terrible, missing a tooth. No shit, looked me square in the face. This is while I was filming in Arizona. Looked me square in the face and told me he would be willing to fuck me if I let him be in the movie. He would be willing to do that for me. I'm the fucking producer. Right. If I put him in the movie, he'll screw me. And Alexis, (laughs) helpful Alexis, uh, just started laughing so hard that she was no help in the situation whatsoever. (laughs) Uh, because what the hell do you say to that? Like, how hard up do you think I am? My God. I got hit on by a bowling ball. Um, but I've been hit on by guys in, in powerful situations. I've been, um, I know we talked about in your book, you being, you're, in your book you you felt trapped by a guy yeah. that uh, was, was a pretty big skis bag. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think that is a very different situation than when you talk about rape. I think groping Absolutely. is inappropriate. But it's still, we're not talking about Bill Cosby level here. So I'm not saying we should let him off. I'm not saying people should let it go. Um, but I'm definitely saying I think I understand why these girls, you know, why these women didn't come out sooner because who wants their career to die? But... Um, I don't think we should be responding to it the way we are either. Well, I'm going to just share my point of view from if it were me, because I'm not going to tell the world how they should act about experiences that they have in their world. But if it happened to me, if this experience happened to me, if I didn't handle it speedily, if I didn't handle it readily with HR or police or whatever the deal was in the moment that was the appropriate thing to do, if I let a certain amount of time, let's just say a month, go by, that's too late. And I would have to own that the really inappropriate thing that I never wanted to have happen to me in the first place, I let it sit too long. So it was his bad to do it, but it was, it's on me that no action is going to be taken now. <laughs> I wouldn't try and do something later and expect any good any good to come of it. See, I agree and disagree with you there. I think like in Cosby's case, women coming out later, they had no power. But once yeah. people started coming out, it came out like a landslide. I get why those women were quiet. Now, yeah. if it comes out that Harvey, you know, raped someone or something, um, I've, I've never even heard a rumor of that. That would surprise me. Um, but I, I get where you're coming from. So now that we've touched on this, this uh, totally inappropriate topic, I'm going to jump to 121 first dates. Well, now before you do, I just want to say, whether it's reported or not, it doesn't make the incident any less significant. What happened, happened. Oh, I agree. So how are you going to be about it afterwards? That's where I'd come from. I, I agree. I agree. Now that we've given up the worst segue in the world, let's talk about 121 first dates. Which, by the way, is not about rapey stuff. No. Now, I've talked to everyone who said we've been talking to Drew Barrymore, we're looking at a feature for this. It apparently cannot be called 121 first dates because of the movie 50 first dates if we want Drew Barrymore. So that's going to be a fun thing. Um, I wonder what horrible working title you were going to end up with. Because that's the rule in Hollywood. Everyone Google seriously working titles for movies. Worst things in the world. Mm. Absolute worst things in the world. Uh, I'm doing a series right now into a television series, and it's called, its working title is Pawns of Olympus, which in abbreviated uh, is POO, P-O-O. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So always beware of your abbreviations, people. Um, but that comes from Receiver of Many, which was a, a, a really good book. Um, and I'm actually going to introduce you to the author of that book because both of you kind of had it hit with your books and they're being made into series. 
So I'm going to introduce you to her. But I know we had some questions last time you were on, um, and we got a little SNME last time you were on, which was fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone always likes when we get SNME. Um, <laughs> give everyone your like. You give 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 everyone your thirty second elevator pitch. Tell them about this book. Okay, so this book, 121 First Dates, chronicles my experience on 121 First Dates. I am not a 22-year-old. I am a midlife kind of gal, and so I started counting after the end of a long-term marriage. So this is adulting out there in the world and really sorting my, for my mate. And there's 28 short stories of actual dates. Some of them will curl your hair. And then along the way, I give you great advice, sister-girlfriend advice on how to do what I screwed up, how to not do that, and how to have it be easier on your life. One and for married favorite. ladies, it'll, it'll keep you married if you buy it. Just read the stories and the grass is not greener. You'll, you'll kiss your husband who you thought was boring last week. And that, that is true. I love something you say in here. You say it's not because you're too smart. It's not because you're too pretty. He's just not interested. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's we something... Just, we just got to get used to being a flavor, you know? I think, it's, I think it's interesting because one of the things I always hear girls telling other girls is he's intimidated by you. Trust me, I got hit on by a dwarf. No one is intimidated by anyone. <laughs> and I had just finished being an underwear model at that point. So five foot eight and gorgeous. Just saying. Um, yeah, I remember that dwarf. He was just kind of an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is no intimidated by. No. Um, yeah, I interviewed it, men it, about this for a long time. I, I interviewed dozens and dozens and dozens of men, and one man said, oh, yeah, I used to be intimidated <laughs> by women when I was 15. Nice. I, I get that. What about you, Paul? Are you ever intimidated by women? Constantly. What's your point? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you really like a chick, would you avoid talking to her because you're intimidated by her? I do have that issue sometimes. Yes. Really? Yeah, I thought yeah. this was an urban. I thought this was an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Not all of us are good at hitting on other people. That's fair. Yeah, just kind of how it works. I think the uh, the worst case of hitting on anyone I ever heard was in your book, Wendy. You had a guy um, start masturbating while you were dancing. Yes. Uh, Quite unlovely for me. Okay. Actually. Was he doing it himself or was he using maybe a part of you to help? What was oh, no, no. I was 15 feet in the air on a pole. Mm. Okay. No, that, yep. Please tell. Uh, you have, you have my attention. Sorry, yeah. Wendy. Yep, you got it. You got everyone's attention. Let's see this. Terrible date. Just downhill from the beginning. Where we're at dinner, and he's telling me about his marriage and his wife and his girlfriend at the same time. And I guess leading with infidelity is he thought it was sexy. I didn't. And he just kept poking at me and poking at me. And and finally, I said, "This date's done." And we got to talking, and towards the end of that date being done, and I told him that I was going to go dance. And he said, can I come watch? And I said, yeah, but we're not on a date anymore. <laughs> so I went to my favorite club in San Francisco. It's the, one of the only places that has a public pole that I can dance on, and I dance on a pole. So I get there right when it opens, and the club isn't crowded at all. It's pretty emptied out. So I just go in early, dance on the pole, do my business, pop off the pole and go home. And so he followed me into the club. I knew he was coming, but the date was over. And yeah, I was up there, 15 feet in the air. And I'd been up there for a while, and I was sort of hanging upside down, doing my little spinny pole dance thing. And as I looked down, upside down, I could see him on the floor there below. Yeah, masturbating. And so I stayed up there as long as I possibly could. And when my inner thighs were giving out because I needed to get down off the pole, I popped down and he asked me if I, he came up and asked in the midst of it if I would help him out and finish him off. And I said, oh no, I'm out. Thanks so. You might want to put on your shoes because that is just unsanitary. 
just so you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of things wrong with that. Okay. Oh, there, there are. <laughs> Guys, and that's not even the worst story in here. I got to tell you, if you want a copy of it, 121 first dates, um, write in, tell us your date horror story and the best one. We'll send a copy of 121 first dates to. But I got to say, um, none of yours are going to top Wendy's. It isn't going to happen. If, if you can top Wendy's, I'll send you a copy of the book. But my God, um, when I first read this, I thought you'd put together the worst dates compilation I'd ever read in my life. <laughs> <laughs> but you did yeah. finally meet Mr. Wright. I did. It took a minute. It took 122 dates, apparently. Yeah. 121? 121. He was 121. Oh, he was 121. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I like that. I like that. Okay, he was 121. And then, now, that is just, my God, I cannot even imagine getting through that. Um, Wendy, where on social media can everyone find you? Everyone can find me on Facebook at Wendy Newman Author and on Twitter at Wendy Newman. I'm going to put some links up so you guys can get a copy of the book so that you can write to Wendy. Um, I'm really excited. I know this is going to be a great film. If you guys have any ideas, casting ideas, buy a copy of the book and tell me who you'd like to see in it. I have an idea. I'd like to see. Okay. You want to know who I want to play 121? Who? Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Remember Vince Vaughn? I can see that. Yeah, I like Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I know his mother, actually. I, I do, too. You That's just so we both get her on the phone. I like that. Yeah, that th- wasn't he already unclogging he- the snorkel in that Psycho remake? So I think he's got some experience as an actor doing that. So, I think so. Mm-hmm. I like that. Okay, so Vince Vaughn. I know I think you might know through the same channels I do. Um... Guys, pick up a copy of 121 First Date. You will love it. Wendy, thank you so much for being on the show. I know we just did a a book pitch. I'm really excited for the film coming out. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. It's no problem. And I know we're going to have you on again uh, once we go through casting and once more things can be told. But I just promised everyone we'd keep them updated. So there's your update, everyone. And apparently Vince Vaughn. I like that. We'll, I'll talk to Vince Vaughn. Wendy, okay. thank you again. That, thanks. Good night, guys. We'll see you next week. Thanks for checking out the show. Behind the Scenes can be heard live on the Voice America Variety Channel every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. Be sure to join Summer Helene for more Scoop next week.